Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders and broker owners from across the country. We have some amazing guests coming on the show today, Mr. Mike Zinicola and Greg Erlanger. These guys do over 1,100 unit sales a year in Ohio. Yes, you heard me right, Ohio, totaling over $225 million in sales volume. They've expanded into five different cities. They're one of the top 20 teams within the Keller Williams world of over 180,000 agents. And we have the pleasure to interview both of them today. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. Nice to be here. Well, we got on a little bit earlier. We, we've probably been talking for almost a half an hour, just kind of masterminding before jumping on the recording. And we've talked about some of their superpowers. And what I found between Greg and Mike is they are pretty different. Um, they're both DIs, but Greg's more of a D and Mike's more of an I, and they work really well together um, navigating all of the idiosyncrasies presented to us as a team. So I think we let's start off with Mike um, talking a little bit about where you guys came from. Maybe spend about a minute or two sharing with our audience where you came from and kind of bridge the gap between that and where you are today. Okay. So I practiced law for 17 years and um, was never really happy with that profession. Nothing against lawyers, but... This wasn't something I, I really wanted to do. I, I did real estate law and I, as an attorney, you're always solving the problems of the deals. And so I felt that that was a good experience to bring into residential real estate when I decided to do that. Um, I started in 2000 and um, my first year I set a record for my regional company for first year agents. Um, four years later, uh, somebody named Greg comes in and he beats my record, which I was fine with. Um, and so, uh, talking about it 20 years later, he's told me with it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 but I'm over it really. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we, uh, we were working right next to each other and we both realized that we were practicing real estate so differently. And the tools that I was bringing to the table weren't the same tools that Greg would necessarily bring into the table. And we eventually decided that, um, we eventually decided to move to Keller Williams on the same day. And we actually, oh, moved wow as individual teams, the Zinicola team with one buyer's agent and the Erlanger team with an administrator and one buyer's agent. And we went to family reunion and in 2008, really our minds exploded. And we left that family reunion uh, deciding that we should create an unfair advantage in the marketplace by coming together and using the strengths that we both had to create something. And, um, over the last 12 years, we've been working hard. And at this point, we're, we are where we're, where we're at, which was a, uh, continuing to grow, but number one in the state. Awesome. Love it. Greg, you want to fill in any gaps with the story? No, I think, I think what makes us so successful is we get to do what we love to do. So find your passion and stay within that. And real estate is one of those weird, coming out of corporate America, I, I, I was a sales guy, I did this specific type of sales to this group of people. And that was it. Very segmented. And uh, I think 
real estate is odd because there's no division of labor, hence where this is a team building podcast, right? The concept of team is really basic division of labor. And we do believe that teams, um, we believe, we, have, we hold a truth or a belief that teams aren't the future, they're the now and mega teams are the future. Um, and that's because of division of labor and you get to do what you're passionate in. And what I'm passionate about and always have been is uh, data technology as it relates to marketing and sales within real estate. I just, I love everything about it. I think Jeff, you and I are like-minded when it comes to that type of uh, fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I could just geek well, out the, all day long. These guys spoke a lot before we got on and started recording about their desire to create value. And it's, it is a cliche. You hear leaders say it all the time. We offer the best value. We support our agents. You know, we're a family culture, um, but I can tell both of you are living it. So key in here, everyone listening to some of the strategies that they've implemented. There's some really neat things that they're doing. But before we get into that, Greg, you're the first person I've had so far on the podcast, and I've interviewed over 100 people who've talked about teams being now and mega teams are the future. Um, why don't you elaborate a little bit on that for our listeners? And I know exactly where you're going with it, and I agree with you. Okay, I hope we're going the same place. But I mean, essentially, um, in, in the past, uh, Mike and I came together in Ohio, in Northeast Ohio, building a team was uh, a laughed at idea. It was, it was just not what you do. And the brokers didn't support it um, overall. And, and generally, the reason that is, is because if you take two people and smash them together, that's one commission dollar for the broker. So you're not going to have a lot of team classes like you're providing, which is just absolutely invaluable. The, the, they're so hard to find because um, teams uh, don't necessarily work in the best interest of the broker, but they do work in the best interest of the homeowner because now all of a sudden you've got an attorney with Mike and you've got a technology person, both of us working to sell that home. So the homeowner wins, but more importantly, I think that the team members win too because they get to fall into what they like to do, which is specific to, for me, technology. I can spend my time doing that and I don't have to worry about the legal mm -hmm. needs that come up with uh, all the different programs that come up. But that that has created a value that homeowners now understand and they're asking for it. I think team uh, agents, realtors, independent contractors are looking to be a part of a team. And then you take that and you start to look at mega teams and say, okay, well, how can we have more money, more technology and pull our resources together to continue that unfair advantage? I know Gary Keller talks about get your unfair advantage in the marketplace. And I really think that's where the mega team starts to come in. Um, it, it really just empowers those team engines to provide more, yeah. more value to the agents and more value to the homeowner. And, and one agent is going to have a real tough time providing the value a mega team could provide a homeowner. Absolutely. So one of the delineations I always have said when people have asked what a mega team was and wanted more of an explanation, it's simply a brokerage running how a broker should have always ran. It's a brokerage running a team model. That's so a team is just a person plus an admin. That could be considered a team. Well, that a may be correct. You just is, angered a bunch of people. <laughs> yep. And that's always my goal on this podcast. <laughs> I, I do so, like your unapologetic leadership because you are saying the things that are, so everyone should listen to Jeff because he's speaking the truth. The other, the other truth that I'll speak is that most brokers have never ran a team. Most brokers right. have never built the value that an agent deserves. And the proof is in the pudding. 19 out of 20 agents are out of the business in two years. Who's the onus on? The lazy agent? That's what the traditional brokerage wants to say. I'd say the onus is on the leadership. And if the leadership fails, the agent will fail. You guys said something that was magical uh, before we got on, and I bet you didn't even notice it, but it's something that I parrot almost on every podcast episode. And that was that you need to be able to create a vehicle that allows your, your agents, your um, the agents that are working within your organization, the ability to live and lead the life of their dreams. 
Right. And a great book that speaks to this is Dream Manager. And as a leader, if you have looked at your business that way, that you want to become an organization that answers someone's dream question, those people will never leave you. So let's get into that a little bit. I know we didn't want to focus on the pandemic that's taking place right now with COVID-19 because we, we want these to be evergreen, but we can speak to a shifting market due to economic unsurety or uncertainty. And I think now more than ever, we need to be offering that solution to our agents to help them live and lead the life of their dreams. So I would love for the next 10 or 15 minutes to be focused on that. Mike, go ahead. So, and then, so what we, what Jeff, what we talked about before we got on was this whole idea of creating a value proposition for your client. And before anyone starts a team, they need to lock themselves in a room until they have a value proposition that sets them apart from every other agent so that when their agents go in to list a property, there's something special about them that allows them to get the listings. This is all about listings. It's still all about listings. And so, so we have a value proposition that has a combination of our processes and our marketing, our negotiation skills, and, and, and how we work through the whole process. And we could go through that. And yep. So you, you and Greg um, perfected that process as individual agents winning awards, Greg beating you out, Mike, back no. in 2004. Wow. And then putting to be, together. To be, to be fair to Mike, so we don't beat him up too much. He, we did start to help each other uh, as independent realtors. Oh, look so nice. he did help me do that. So it was, it was a good partner. <laughs> you guys took these these strategies, paired them together, built a team or a mega team that now gives all of your agents the exact same um, support that would be offered to the client. That's right. But the very first thing Greg and I did was sit and say, if we start a team, what is our value proposition that sets us apart to the own to the client? Because that becomes a value proposition for our agents because they get to walk in with this this unique opportunity to sell yep. this house. Yep. And so I've always said we have two clients. One is the client we serve. The other is the agent we serve. And so our, this is where the, the broker, I think, had kind of missed the mark right. is they built a company that served clients, but they didn't focus on how those clients were getting served. And they certainly didn't focus on how the agents were being supported, in my opinion. And on our organization chart, our agents are at the top. And everything flows up to them through Greg and yep. Yep. And we, we say that our agents are almost client, just like you say, they're clients of ours and we bring them team value services. And, and the key is every agent needs a different set of team value services. A new agent needs to know how to find a comparable property when he goes on a listing. Yep. An experienced agent needs to be polished up so they can just do their thing, walk in the office, grab the listing presentation or do a virtual listing. Right. Or however they're doing it and move on and everything's provided for them so that they can spend more time with their clients. And, I love so, it. and so it's the, we're the vendor of team value services in, in, in our minds. And that's the, that's a big difference. And I like your focus. You're not just a team for the agent, their first 12 months, you're a team solution for that agent and the medium agent that's maybe doing 12 to 15 deals and the mega agent that's doing 30 plus. And it's always about to... how does each agent get to the next level? And that answer is different for every agent. Love it. Let's go down the rabbit hole of speaking to the audience. I like keeping it real. So you guys are talking about your USP, your unique selling proposition to your agents um, and to the co consumer. Let's speak to that. So what are some of the things you're offering the consumer in Ohio that you feel most of your competition is not offering? Where are some of the areas you think you guys are standing out? 
the, the core of everything that Mike and I came up with is raw honesty. Um, and this is going to be painful for a lot of your listeners here. Um, viewers, listeners, they're going to, this will be Strap a little in. So, um, but raw honesty is when I came out of corporate America, I bought six investment properties with six different realtors. Cause yes, I was that, I was that buyer you didn't want. I was that guy. Um, I knew everything cause I was in sales and I had read all the investing books. So I knew more than the realtors. So I went from one realtor to the next. But what I did when I did come into real estate is I promised myself, if I'm leaving a corporate America and I'm going to come into real estate, you know, I'm going to treat others the way I want to be treated. And that's exactly what our team is built on. And what I mean by that is that means there is no service admin fee or, or we just call them junk fee until somebody tells me what they're for, they're junk fee, okay? And that's that 225 fee or 275, $500 extra fee that's online, 101 of most contracts in, in Ohio. Now, that might not be the case across the country, and people can justify it till they're blue in the face, but most realtors know that that is absolutely for zero, for nothing. So we will not charge that. And that's a $300,000 a year annual event that Mike and I give back or don't take from our clients because we do a thousand deals, you know. So, right. Um, Second, uh, no adverse split. Um, there, this is maybe regional, so I won't go into this too much, but there's this thing now, if there's a 6% commission, uh, agents are actually keeping uh, 4% and offering two, or just to keep the math simple. I mean, they're, they're keeping more for themselves on the list side, offering less. That doesn't work in the best interest of the seller. You can give me an argument, you're not gonna win it, but you can give me one. Um, and then the next one is, um, uh, no gimmick guarantee. We promise we're not going to buy your house. We don't sell it in 90 days. We promise we're not, you know, it's just um, money back guarantee. We're not going to do any of that. We're just going to sell your house. We're going to treat you like an adult and you want us, you know, we're going to like, like a money manager would. You don't want to walk into your money manager and say, here's, here's my life savings. That's great. Now, have I got a deal for you? I'm going to, if I don't do this, I'm going to buy this, for, you know, that's not what people are looking for. And I think people just appreciate that. So no, um, what was the fun? Oh, and no private yeah. listings. Um, that's the final one and then I'll let Mike go but I really feel to the core this is this is what we are um, we're not going to do private listings if I if we can bring our own buyer um, statistically that means there's four or five five other offers out there from Remax Berkshire right. it's fine I'm here to represent the seller and the seller wants the best offer and I can't tell you that I'm going to bring you the best can I bring you one of course I can but I, I can't I can only bring you one or two maybe but I can't bring you eight so let's get it to the public market and make sure that we increase the value of your home and get you the most money. And uh, for that, that is how we've won for the last 11 years in this business. So the, the, Mike, final, the final one that you jumped over, Greg, was we do a, a 60 day out clause on our listings. And we say, Mr. Seller, you need to stay in control of your house. We don't. And what, what am I just saying? A, I care about them because what if this is a bad fit? You should be able to fire. Right. Do I'm confident because I wouldn't be offering this if I wasn't confident, right? And so when you go through this list, we call it the easy hassle-free listing. When you go through this list, this is the response of most sellers. And when right. you decide, you get the listing. And so where while we walk away on the adverse split, we probably walk away from a half a million dollars in theory. And on the you know, on the administrative process fee, it might be three hundred thousand. But we make that up selling 1,100 homes a year. Right. Winning competitive listings. Look, where anybody's going to get their Aunt Margaret's house or their high school buddy's house. But the majority of listings, to get to, get to these levels, you have to sell strangers' homes on a regular basis. Right. And, and, and 
Jeff, if I, if I could just throw one thing out, because I said some fiery things. We totally respect all the other- All of our listeners do not like you now, Greg. I know. Everyone's my not- This I. I was going to say, who's the big I now? I feel the 88I coming out of me now. My 99D <laughs> told you what we are. My 88I is going to soften it up now. Here he is. He's coming back. I was right. No, but I, but we respect, we, we respect uh, the fees and, and how everybody else does things. But you had asked, what's our differentiator? And if you're scared to be different than everyone else, then you're not creating a differentiator. You're not ever going to be special. You have to have special value propositions. Unique is unique I love it. value proposition. I mean, imagine. So, like, I wanted to fight you on the admin fee because I've always charged admin fees, um, 600 and 900, 600 on the buy, 900 on the sell. I've never kept a single dime of that admin fee for a net profit, it's always gone to admin support that support the client. And here's the delineation for anyone listening. There's a lot of ways to do this. You can charge more commission to the seller or charge less commission and slap an admin fee. So my agents weren't getting a 7% listing. I was always getting it, but they weren't able to get it. They were going to 6%. So I said to them, hey, that's fine. If a majority of our brokerage's listings are gonna go to six, we're just gonna charge a thousand dollar admin fee. Because I, as the owner of the team and now a brokerage, have to have that money coming in from somewhere or else the agent's commissions are going to go down. And right. I wanted to keep my average agent at a 70% commission payout, which is 30% more than like millionaire real estate agent would say you should be paying out your agents. And but what, you're, you have, what you have is, a, is an explanation. You, ha, you can detail out the value. Sorry, I have to, my, okay. this is my thing. I'm the one that just stuck them in the eye. So I have, mm -hmm. to, you have to, but no, but, but, what, but you have an actual answer. All too often, and you know what I'm talking about, are the brokerages that literally just say, well, it was 200, let's make it 275. And there's oh, no value. Junkie. Yeah, they're just it's like when you buy a car and you're putting a five hundred dollars on there for a paperwork. Right, they know paperwork. what it is. They shouldn't even have paperwork. Yet. Right. So, Mike, so, what did you want to say? Go ahead, Mike. Now I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's pivot. This yep. is a great conversation. But no, uh, I know what I wanted to say. I, I wanted to right. finish the conversation. That okay, so that's one part of our value proposition. Once you have the trust of the seller, thank you. Yeah, then you can move on to the marketing and the technology and that's and that's the huge actual benefits i don't want you to say that our easy pro, easy uh, hassle-free listings are only value proposition then you right, get to get on the best marketing that we can possibly do in the state of ohio which is yep. Greg, yep. now Greg, you talk about that well we did we discussed that we're going to pivot now but we did talk about matterport and digital marketing and videos and all these extra things that they're doing that most of their competition is not what I want to discuss in our last 10 minutes is as we pivot this conversation from the USPs for the client, what are some of your unique pro uh, selling propositions for your agents? Because you don't get to a team doing over 1,100 deals, uh, over 200 and what would you say? 23 million was the exact number, Mike? 25 million, yeah. I almost got it. $225 million in volume. I mean, every, most people listening to this, I guess their average sales is maybe 50 a year um, for about $10 million in volume a year. Um, a lot of people want to be like you when you grow up. So even if Greg said things that were hard for people to listen, what you could see in everything Greg shared was that they have a system. And what I have learned as a coach, after coaching thousands of people and, you know, having, being on thousands of interviews and masterminding with high like-minded individuals like yourselves, is nobody has it right and nobody has it wrong. You can do it a million different ways. Just do it consistently over long periods of time and track your numbers and you will be successful. So for whatever you don't like about this, just don't do it. And it's so like when I went out and masterminded with top teams back in 2011, 2012, I visited over 100 brick and mortar locations. And most of the things that people were doing, I didn't like. And guess what? I didn't put it in my business. 
And that's what's so beautiful about owning your own company. Do what you like and don't do what you don't. And, and, we, and we did that same exact thing. And we had coaches who wanted to steer us into ways that they wanted to do it. And we finally said to the coach, if you want to coach us, this is how we're doing it. This and you need to coach do. us to succeed on our model. I love it. I love it. So let's get into this a little bit. So your agents are choosing to stay with you. They have a lot of other options, just like any agent anywhere else. Um, I know a lot of people that contest why teams won't work is they'll say that once an agent gets trained up, they're going to leave and become just like you. And I believe a true leader should give their followers the ability to become just like them. So how does an agent within your organization, how can they come become like you? What's their trajectory if they continue to sell more and more? Can I just start with one little stat? The first, eight, the first eight agents on our team in 2008, of them, six are still on the team. And one went, moved to Florida because her husband got a great job. So yeah. only one person of the top eight people have left. Now, why? Why is that? Why is that? And that's what we want to talk about. You want to start, Greg, or should I? Push, um, I mean, sure. But basic retention, the, the concept... If I can back up one more step for there's a thousand things that brokerages um, and what I like about Keller is Keller really is agent centric. They tell you the thousand things you need to do. But then there's that problem for that single agent. Who's going to do the thousand things? I need a buyer. I need, I need all these tools like a buyer's guide, a logo, business cards, like everything. Now, command is pretty fantastic because I think that's going to fill that value gap. But most brokerages holistically don't have a solution to even tell you the thousand things, let alone do the thousand things for you. And that's what a team can come in. It's already done. You just plug right in and you already have a buyer's guide, a relo guide, websites, business cards. A true plug marketing system. You know what I mean? So, that, so that's the plug value. They get to walk in the door and that closes, they can sell houses faster. And as a new right. agent, they're going to look for leads and they're going to look for that onboarding and training. As a mid-tier agent, they're going to look for upward mobility. Like how can I double my business and double my business again? And mentorship comes into play at that point because no one on our team's ever sold more than me and Mike individually when we were by ourselves, you know, and I think that's powerful. I think that's important. I think all too often teams are run by people who have never done anything. It's like what you were talking about with brokerages that are trying to tell people how to run teams. They've never run a team. It, there is, that's a tough sell. And then beyond that, you get the top agent, the final tier, which is a $16 million producer can run out and go create their own team tomorrow. But why don't they? Well, now they don't want to manage the seven admins or the administrative staff. They don't want to be a business owner because once you get to that point, you're now a business owner. So Mike and I have created something or value for the agents that fits all three categories. And I think that's where, and it keeps them happy. And, and we just yep. think we care about them. That's because just because you're a big sales agent, just because you can sell out of real estate, doesn't necessarily mean you're a good team leader. I think that's right. a, a, a gift. Yep. I 100% agree. I think the sentiment is <clears throat> we, our goal for our clients and our agents are the same, help them make the most amount of money in the least amount of time with the least amount of energy. And most of your top producing agents will not make more money in less time with less energy if they go start their own business. We took it to the level where we would open our P&L from a company standpoint and we'd show the agent if they were to leave to go start their own team at the brokerage or go to a different brokerage, we'd pull out a P&L and have a math conversation and say, okay, you can leave and go make an extra 12% across the street. But what 12% are you losing? And what we found was they're losing about 28% in, in profit because of all the additional systems that we, our team provided, not just what was being provided so by I the start, broker. I, we start that from the beginning. When we interview agents to come on board, I say the analysis of the splits are threefold. One is what the split is. And people who say what the split is isn't important are just wrong. It is it, it, what the split is, 
what gets paid for, and based upon the values you're given, if you join this team, will you sell more homes? Those are the three things that yep. people should, and we start that thought process right in the beginning, yep. every new agent. My, my, my favorite thing is to take out their numbers from the year before, and anyone listening can get this. Any agent in your MLS, you can go see their numbers from the last 12 months. The best way to recruit someone is sit them down and show them what they would have netted if they had been within your organization and the way you slam dunk grand slam them using two sports analogies while sports aren't getting played. The way you win that recruiting conversation is then you show them how much more money they would have saved by the additional support that you offer. And then the third tier is how much time you would have saved them. So, oh, with your organization, I would have made more, less time, less energy. It's a no brainer. And the fourth tier is given the fact you're saving all those times, how many more houses can you sell in the same amount of time? You can either- How much more time will you get to spend with your family or go do your hobby? Or you can sell more homes. Maybe finally you'll build your Yoda Lego doll. There you go. <laughs> there you, other side. There you go. Over Greg's shoulder, there's a little Yoda doll that he finally had time to build with his son. So, but here's this has been. Can, a, I, can a, I just add one last thing? And then before we do that, though, now listeners are going to stop listening. So I need to now upsell all of our amazing coaching products. So, of course, it's never a sell. This is totally organic. But Elite Real Estate Systems is known for a virtual group coaching and training product for not only agents, individual agents that are on your teams, but also the team leader themselves. It's $97 a month. And right now in response to what's going on with this economic shift caused by COVID-19, we're offering our agent training product for free. Small print doesn't exist. It's free. So for two months, when you sign up today, you'll get two months of our agent training for free. So you can test it out. And we're doing this in response to the, ag- um, to the agent community across the country to help support you um, and your families. We know a lot of people are going through some challenging times and we figure why not make it available to everyone uh, for free, meaning it doesn't cost anything. And you also don't have to give us your any information. You, you're just going to get access to it. So please uh, feel free to sign up for that um, on our website. And if you need more information, you can see it in the show notes. And then our, our agent, um, sorry, team leader training product, which puts you in a Similar group as to this one of us three talking on a higher level as team leaders and entrepreneurs, that is $9.97 a month. And we're going to be waiving 50% on that the first three months. So you're going to get a $1,500 value if you sign up for the team leader. As a team leader, um, coaching client of ours, you also get unlimited seats in the agent training. So after that two months free, your agents would all be able to consume our agent training product for free. You can find out information about all of this at EliteRealEstateSystems.com. Mike Zinicola, what are some of your closing thoughts? And then Greg, we'll turn it to you at the end. If I could tell, if I could tell people who are building teams and, and, and the one thing that they need to really look at the splits they give and don't do general splits because you heard somebody else did them, talk about what your value proposition is and what's fair for the value proposition you're offering. Because some, some splits are, are perfectly fine if they're 35 percenters or whatever, because everything's done. Other people need to have splits that make sense in their marketplace and that reflect the value that they're given. I love it. Great points. And I agree hundred percent. Greg. 
Uh, there's no hierarchy of intelligence. So even though you're the team leader, it is a privileged position. And the people that are on your team, many cases have higher IQs, are sharper, are, are, are acquiescing to the opportunity to work with you, or in some cases, they look at it as for you. And so treat that with the utmost respect and understand that you are a servant leader, like you should be working for them to help them change their lives. If you do that, they won't leave you. You're going to have a great relationship and longevity and the type of retention that we're seeing. Train them to leave you, treat them never to leave. I love it, Greg. That's perfect. How can someone get a, a hold of you? I will re, um, invite all of our listeners. If you haven't already, go out to iTunes or Stitcher or YouTube and give us a review. We'd love a five-star on iTunes with a comment. Give a shout out to Greg and Mike for this amazing job that they did. And I truly am grateful to you guys to come on. As most people probably know, no one gets paid to be doing this podcast, including myself. It actually costs us a lot of money but it does feel good to be able to pay back. This is one of my favorite ways to spend my time. And I can tell you both are servant leaders and that you enjoy the same. So I can't thank you enough for taking an hour out of your busy schedules to come on and share all this information with our listeners. Totally our pleasure. We loved it. I loved it. We all. Yeah, thank you very thank much. EasySalesTeam.com, easy letter E, letter Z, SalesTeam.com. And of course you can Facebook or Instagram stalk us or anything like that. Greg Erlanger, Mike Zanicola. That's Mike? It. <laughs> that was pretty quick and easy. Easy E. NWA. Going back old school. The OG <laughs> of Ohio. You guys did awesome today. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks a lot. Appreciate All it. All right. We'll talk to you later. Hey.